TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm your host, Susan Barancini Mo. Well, I'm excited today because I've got Sean Cannell here today. He's a best-selling author, YouTuber, lifestyle entrepreneur, and he built a six-figure business online that gives him the freedom to do what he wants, when he wants. And that's that's my style, right? That's my style. So he's also, he's the brains be behind Think Media, Sean Cannell, the channel, Sean Cannell Productions. Um, I said it wrong again, Sean Cannell. I will get it right. Um, Clear Vision Media, Think International, and he's also one half of the dynamic duo at Video Influencers. Sean, I don't know how you have any free time, but thank you for joining us on the show. Oh, I'm so pumped to be here, Susan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, you and your partner are so, you know, Benji, is, it's Benji, right, is your partner yep. on Video Influencers. You guys are unbelievably comfortable and polished on camera. Um, you know, that's something that people who are new to, to YouTubing and, and, and also just to video in general struggle with a lot. And, and so I'd love to have you share just a, a few basic strategies for getting more comfortable on camera, learning how to avoid and let go of perfectionism and shoot that are in video. That is such a great question. And I know it's a challenge. I know it, video could be really intimidating and getting in front of the camera for the first time could be really scary. And, you know, my first tip is, is, is not super profound, but we really got to think about it. And that is, you just got to do it. You know, <laughs> what's funny is uh, I, in my twenties, I'm 33 now, I, um, I really neglected my health. And so lately I've been getting back to my health. So I've been going to a local gym here and anyone who's ever walked into a gym for the first time, you know how scary that is. You don't know how to use the machines. You don't know how to do, and you like see all these people, they got the cool outfits, they got the <laughs> leggings, they got their whole thing, they got the cool headphones, their form is perfect. And you're like, dude, <laughs> you know, and you're just super intimidated. You think about the way you look and the way you're probably how awkward in your style. Well, so it's, so if it's true about fitness, it's true about every area. The first time you do anything, it's going to be really uncomfortable, but you, you got to have that first time so that a year or two later, all of a sudden, now I feel like I'm in there with a little bit of swag and <laughs> style. And whenever we go, now I'm investing in fitness clothes, right? I probably buy more fitness clothes than I actually work out in like most people, right? <laughs> yes. You get the new shoes, like they're going to make you do it, but whatever, like you just got to do it. And if you, if you actually do the work, then you start to learn. And so I'd encourage people to just dive in, you know, to go even deeper on that. I started in video back in 2003 and I started wow. making weekly video announcements for my church. The youth pastor handed me a camera. He said, Hey, make, and YouTube hadn't even started yet. So this was just, that's 52 videos a year. Cause they were weekly. And then eventually the senior pastor was like, these are decent. Why don't you do these on Sundays as well? So I was 104 videos a wow. year that I was making before YouTube started. Now, I don't want anybody listening or watching to ever see any of those videos. They were terrible, Susan. But if it wasn't for those first videos, I wouldn't have the confidence that I have today. So in part of it is that there isn't a whole lot of a mystery. It's just that I did it so much that over time I would learn and I would always just keep doing and I would keep learning. And then the second tip and last tip on that is an actual practical practice that people listening could do. And on my team um, is Heather Torres. So our team has been growing, our company has been growing, but she also has a YouTube channel for homeschool moms. So she helps, she's a homeschool mom herself. Her and her husband Isaiah are raising two kids and she's helping people with topics like homeschool versus public school. 
her channel has been blowing up 5,000 subscribers over a short time. But when we first met, she was pretty terrified to get on video. She didn't know what to say, didn't know how to act. And she actually came up with this practice where she actually started using Snapchat. um, And you could do this with Instagram stories, not to try to grow her brand. She didn't want followers, but she wanted to put herself out there a little bit and hold herself to the discipline of creating daily mind you daily so it's a daily practice daily content that wasn't just a picture of her food but was four or five snaps that's going to be you know or to six it's about 60 seconds snaps can be 10 seconds each she wanted to share a few homeschool tips and maybe she had to reshoot it 20 times she's like oh i was awkward i stumbled (laughs) that first week on snapchat again not for anybody else just for herself that first week she still felt awkward Week two, still a little bit weird. Week three, she's like, I'm kind of getting a rhythm. And she actually did that for a few months before she got on video and started her YouTube channel. But that was a practical way of just putting in action. Now she's like pretty confident to be on video, but she's put in the work and she's just kind of, you know, gotten through that edge. The last thing I would say is I knew a friend, Michael, who uh, I believe his girlfriend wanted to start a YouTube channel. She shot a hundred videos, a hundred that she never released. Oh my gosh. But after those 100, so, and she uploaded them, and she said, you know what? And I actually, I heard this tip from somebody else. Just shoot the video, upload it to YouTube. If you don't wanna make it public, don't make it public. Right. But just that discipline to do it, you know, and everyone, the first time you hear your voice, you're gonna go, ah, oh, I sounded weird. Oh man, oh, do I really look like that? Do I really make those facial expressions? Is that really, you know, you're gonna think all that stuff, We're usually harder on ourselves than other people are though, but it's through those first just actions, you know, the Nike slogan, just do it, that we learn, we get the edge to come off a little bit and we really begin to find our voice and then you can kind of launch out and start creating your content and posting it. I think the thing that I've found the hardest is looking in the camera, especially when I'm using my phone to shoot. That's, that's the hardest piece for me because I think it's natural to look at yourself. It's natural to check and, you know, do I have lipstick on my teeth? You probably don't have that, but, but do you know, do, is my hair okay? Am I doing something weird? Like is something strange happening? And, and so, you know, it's a natural thing to look. And it's also natural. I think when we talk to other people, you know, we look around and that's, you know, what the speaker does. Listener always looks at the person, but, but it's a really interesting thing to try to break those rules and, and to try to, you know, make yourself do it. And, and I think practice is it. Practice, practice, practice. I've broken the rules a million times. I cheated. One of my first episodes, I cheated and wore sunglasses. Anyway. <laughs> you know, <So. laughs> I just want to say, I love that. And, and that's one of those things though. I would much rather you or anybody else post 10 videos where they're not looking at the lens only to realize that video 10, oh man, I should probably start looking at the lens and thinking about, and you maybe you start learning the why, but that's always the case. You always got to start before you're ready. Done is always better than perfect. And you can always adapt and refine your thing, whatever it is you're creating on the way. All the startup companies know now is like, let's get to market as soon as possible and then tweak as we go. There's a lot of videos I have out there where now I'm like, wow, I did that wrong. I sounded that wrong. I said, um, too many times. I just stared, I didn't stare at the lens the whole time. If you go back to some early lenses, I just looked like I was looking at myself or early videos. But that's the thing, if I hadn't have made those, I wouldn't have been, you know, getting, 
uh, things perfected along the way. John Acuff has a quote that I love that says, never compare your beginning to somebody else's middle. Yeah, so true. Where I am today is, is because of a lot of just practice. And I just, I just have the chance to just be a little bit further down the road, having done this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of time, like so much. <laughs> I've shot so many videos and that's what I encourage people. The same thing. It's like you spend five years at the gym doing yeah. bicep curls. All of a sudden the biceps are there. I think a lot of people, you'll be great at video. Everyone can do video, but you definitely have to get over that initial learning curve, which just like at the gym, soreness, pain, <laughs> awkwardness, you know, it's a little ugly. It didn't look that great. The form wasn't there. Where, yeah. where does all that stuff come from? It comes from that repetition. That's so true. That's it. Well, I'm still working out in my pajamas to, you know, something online, you know, daily burn or whatever. Um, <laughs> so another thing that, um, you know, I watched quite a few of your videos before I even thought about, you know, okay, I'm going to do my first show. And, um, and there are still things I'm like, I don't like my background. And so each week I take one thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to improve that thing this week. And so, you know, we're like on week three, so we've still got a long way to go. But, um, but one of the things that you talked about in the videos, and then I've heard a lot of, you know, a lot of people say who have a lot of experience is that you really do need to pick a niche. You need to pick an area and, and really get clear on what you are talking about and who you're talking to. And that's true in marketing as well. Um, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur or you're starting a new channel that you're, you know, just, you know, going to do a vlog or something, you know, personal or, or something like this where I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've broken that rule. I don't really have a niche other than I ask two questions. That's my niche. That's it. <laughs> because I don't yet know exactly what I want it to be. So I'm kind of making my way there, but, but is that okay to do? Or is it, you know, is there a way that you can, you know, jump in and choose a niche? If you're worried, you might get bored with that niche. Like, like, I can't imagine that I would want to talk about, you know, like I, you guys talk about YouTube so much and you're so good at it, but I would be bored to tears at some point. I wouldn't be able to do it. So how do you kind of navigate that? One of the, this is such a great question and I've got a, a handful of, of things. Number one, Yay. is it okay to, to do multiple things? I mean, I would say, yeah, I mean, sure. The cool thing about YouTube is it's YouTube. It's your tube. You can do whatever you want. The challenge is that in the world that we're living in, it's so competitive and yeah. there's so much noise out there. I like to say, you know, if you only have about five seconds, if someone lands on your brand online, this would be true for anywhere. They land on your Twitter page, they land on your Facebook page, they land on sure. your YouTube channel or your website. You have about five seconds for the photos, the text, the videos, the branding to either make sense or not. And confusion will have people just bounce because they'll just be like, I, I just don't even know what this is. Yeah. So that's why having a niche could be so, so powerful. However, there's two options. One way to start is like our friend Laura Vitale, who was, is like this world-class chef, had been working in restaurants, and her and her husband sat down and were like, we're gonna start a YouTube channel, and we know what it is. It's a cooking show. It's a weekly cooking show, weekly cooking videos. It's her mastery. It's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna support her. They just started from day one, and they knew what they're doing. That's a good way to start, but not everybody has that. The other option is to actually start wide, but what I recommend is narrow down as you go. If you mm -hmm. actually aren't even sure what it is yet, 
it's it's a little too overwhelming and and limiting to think i just got to pick one thing what if i want to change well change experiment especially early on i kind of like to say that i also use your season in obscurity to prepare <laughs> you for popularity yeah yeah so, i like that I, if you go back to the early Think Media videos, they're all over the place too. They were inconsistent. They were random topics. They're random things. But over, the t over time, I've been trying to refine that brand branding. And honestly, I still feel like we're on that process. Um, another tactic to help people is think of your YouTube channel, your brand. If you aren't just a cooking show, if you're not just teaching YouTube tips, Think about your brand or your YouTube channel like a magazine. Mm. And what I love about that is if I think about real simple or I think about even, oh, personal brand, yeah. but is expanded. I mean, there's book reviews, there's recipes, there's fashion tips, there's life tips. However, the best magazines and brands in that space have a, at least a cohesive message. So when you think about it, when I think about even GQ, GQ covers cars, watches right. it covers outfits but there's a whole brand and a vibe and an aesthetic so that's a power concept for some people who feel limited by wanting to have variety what i would be telling them is okay no variety is fine but what is the cohesive message that ties it all together gq took a while to build this iconic brand but we just know what it is. It doesn't seem off-brand for them to be recommending a certain kind of cocktail on one page, a men's shirt on the next page, and some movies you should see on the next page. But yet it's all under this brand of GQ. So I think that the strongest brands that have a variety really create a cohesive message that allows people to, in a moment, get, okay, they see the photos, they see what it is, and they see, okay, this is a men's magazine that's also kind of higher style. It's not streetwear. So then we start knowing that like your nylon for men, we kind of a little more uh, obscure. It's all streetwear. It's going to be hip hop. There's going to be some graffiti. So it's also variety, but it's a totally different vibe and style. Yeah, so what yeah. is the vibe? What is the style? And what is the cohesive message of a variety channel? I think that gives a lot of freedom. You can work towards clarity while still having variety oh you just made my day <laughs> that's genius i love it i love it that's phenomenal so don't be so scared just do it jump in and it's okay to not know exactly what you're doing but to figure out what your theme is i love it those are great pieces of advice thank you sean absolutely super happy to help and let me just leave everybody with one Pow two power questions to ask. Hey, two questions. Hey, uh, two power <laughs> questions can. to ask on YouTube, though. Even if you don't know these today, and this would be true for anywhere, you won't always want to ask this. You do want to know who is your target audience mm -hmm. and what is your value proposition for them. Yeah. So what I love about that again, if you say who's your target audience, well, GQ, it's 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 the modern man who it wants to dress nice, you know, et cetera. And so they know who that is. The value proposition is that we're going to resource them with the latest culture, clothing, you know, things. So everybody right now could pull out a piece of paper, answer these two questions, or always be thinking about those. And that's where you can really create something that has power. How many, say, entrepreneur, business coaching type of people are out there or YouTube channels are out there? A lot. But 
they can have different target audiences. And some of my favorite brands, they don't just say we teach business advice. They say we teach business advice to single millennial moms. <laughs> Woo! I'm like getting That's... pumped when I hear that. You say we <laughs> teach business advice, well, to who? So right. who your target audience is all is right where you can start positioning your difference, even if you do the exact same thing that everybody else does. And then your value proposition could be, we bring them weekly interview shows. Well, that could be different than weekly tips. It could also be, we bring them weekly downloadable checklists and we're the ultimate check, you know, so many different ways to add value. But if you're always thinking about those two questions, it's just a signing off thing for those uh, watching and listening that could really, really help. Who is your target audience? And then what value you're going to offer them. If you deliver excellently on those, you're going to crush it. That's amazing. Sean, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love the show and I uh, love what you're doing and happy thank to be a part you. of it. Thank you. All right, viewers, if you like this and found it informative as I did, please click the like button and please subscribe for more awesome interviews like this, as well as back backstage. What's happening to me? As well as backstage. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv. 